0: All right. In the spirit of Christmas, Nico, Dylan and Henry here. We're going to be gifting all 30 Major League Baseball teams a present for Christmas. Let's hit the intro music and we'll get right into this.
1: Hello and welcome
0: to this edition of Side Retired. It's Dylan Campion, Nico Fernandez, and Henry Kalani. And here we are five days away from Christmas. The boys are festive and all ready for our little holiday break that we'll be taking real soon. But before then, we're going to give you guys a gift. And that is no matter what the fan base you are for Major League Baseball, you're getting a gift on Side Retired today. And all three of us will be going around the league talking about what teams deserve, what teams will get, what teams should get. But before we get into that, Nico, Henry, how you doing?
1: Good. I mean, I hope the Red Sox get the gift that I have for them because that's kind of what we need. So, <laughs> yeah. love
2: that. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think Nico and I our heads might be in the same spot with a uh, a certain a certain kind of gift. You know, I think ten teams in the MLB are looking for a certain gift, but we're not going to be mentioning him on this.
1: Yeah, we were. We episode. were told by my boss Dylan Campion, that we cannot talk about Yamamoto. Yes, obviously for multi-purposes
0: of A, this episode would be really boring if, because I think we could probably say for 10 teams, what do you want, Yoshinobi Yamamoto, but B, we're recording this here Tuesday night, 9 o'clock at night, December 19th, and there's a chance by the time we re- release this here on Wednesday morning that he's signed, and that would make for a pretty boring episode for y'all, so Yamamoto will not be mentioned, but obviously if you're a fan of the Yankees, the Mets, the Dodgers, the Giants, the Cubs, the Phillies, who else am I missing? Red Sox. Red Sox. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oops, and you want oh. Yamamoto? <laughs> then oh. you could also ask for him for Christmas. That's a that's a rough way to start this episode, but oh. we're gonna start in the American League and let's get Nico in the good spirits. What do the Boston Red Sox find underneath their tree?
1: I mean, I hope they just need pitching. I mean, it's that simple. I mean, the one thing the Red Sox for like the last four years, I believe, have been top ten in almost every single offensive category. The big problem that's dictated their success and when they've been bad has been pitching. Chris Sale has been terrible, bad contract, he just can't stay healthy. Brian Bayo showed some flashes. Don't know if he's number 1 material. They need either a true number 1, which again, we're not going to bring up Yamamoto, but they need a true number 1 or they need someone that can be a number 1 or number 2 like a Jordan Montgomery. That's it. They need starting pitching because 6 allowing 5 runs a game every game isn't going to isn't going to win you all games in such a competitive AO East.
0: Henry, I have the same thing, so I'm going to skip over my answer here. You got anything different or same thing for the Sox?
1: Same thing.
2: I mean, I think Montgomery, the more I think about it, lines up perfectly for them just because beyond beyond the fact that his wife is going to be working in Boston, he will give you the innings that the Red Sox need. He, He lines up so well for them, and I think that that should be their main target.
0: All right. Merry Christmas, Nico. You got Jordan Montgomery. How about Henry, we'll let you start it off. What do the New
2: York Yankees want under their tree? Well, the New York Yankees want Yoshinobu Yamamoto. But
1: we're not Thank talking you. about that. The first thing Dylan says: that. no Yamamoto. First two- and first two no, teams. That's,
2: that's not that's not my that's not my present. That's not my present. My present for the New York Yankees would be a Juan Soto extension. It, that's that's really what Yankee fans want. It's like obviously we made the trade with the knowledge of he may not reside, but Christmas is a is a chance to make dreams come true. Things that you never would think. You would find them in the tree. You might find them in the tree. And I would I would be more than happy to see a 12-year, $500 million Juan Soto extension uh, sitting under the tree on Christmas morning.
0: Nico?
1: I went a little different. I think that assuming um, that he doesn't get it and they're just looking to this year, I think they need a reliable number two. I think yeah. that if they want to be successful, it doesn't have to be that they go out and get someone. I think that maybe it's a bounce back by Rodon, a bounce back by Nestor, or they go out and get maybe a Montgomery um reuniting. Anything, they need a true number two to take the pressure off Garrett Cole. That Garrett Cole doesn't feel like every single game he needs to win because without him, there's not going to be a reliable guy after him.
0: I like it. I'm going to go a different route. And I think the Yankees roster is pretty good right now. But there's one thing that we saw last year can derail the Yankees season. and That is an Aaron Judge injury. So Henry... I'm going to gift you a nice little thing of bubble wrap. Wrap Aaron Judge in it, absolutely, and that way we can ensure that he's not going to get injured. So enjoy some bubble wrap this year, Henry. I hope you enjoy it. I'd
2: love that.
0: How about let's go (laughs) – how about the Baltimore Orioles, another up-and-coming team, Nico?
1: Uh, Yeah. I mean, I'm going to just stick with my pitching theme because that's what all these teams need. The Orioles need a true ace, and I think that they're a team that can really get set up to get one – from a trade perspective, I think Bradish is nice. I think Tyler Wells is nice, but I think, again, no one's really scared if you're seeing any of those guys when you're going up against the Garrett Cole, if they face him in the playoffs. So what I think they need is I think they need to use some of the prospects they have and trade for a number one like a Dylan Cease,
0: Henry.
2: Yeah, I I was sort of on the same wavelength here. Um, I think I like Cease is a Cease is an interesting target. So is Corbin Burns, right? He was rumored to be on the on the trade market. Uh they might not get him in the in the offseason, but I could see a world where Burns is a deadline acquisition for them. So deadline they right. need an ace. How that'll how that'll come about, I don't know, but I'll say Corbin Burns in, in particular.
0: I'm gonna go a different route again. And I think that the Baltimore Orioles, if they could get anything they want, that'd be a visit from Peter Pan. Because they need all of their young guys not to grow up. And they need to keep them nice and 22, 23 years old. The core stays forever. And that way, none of them ever go to arbitration. So let's leave Adley Rushman, Jackson Holiday, Gunnar Henderson, Cedric Mullins, Anthony Santander, Jordan Westberg, Dean Kramer, Kyle Bradish, and the entire group still G Rod that's still not arbitration eligible. Peter Pan comes, stops time, and just this team stays this young forever. I think that would be the ultimate dream if you Baltimore. That Reds would be. Fan.
1: That would save their team. Because the thing is, like, now they just have a window because they're going to have to pay so many people so much money <laughs> in, like, five years.
0: Tampa Bay Rays. Henry, you get to go first.
2: They need a new training staff. They need a new <laughs> training staff desperately. I mean, we the reason why everybody was freaking out over the Glasgow trade but not completely losing their minds and, like, and accusing the Dodgers of witchcraft, was because Tyler Glasnow can't really stay healthy, right? We saw a young stud on that team and Shane Boz get hurt, right? Really, the only pitcher who we've seen, and Shane McClanahan will be out for this entire year with Tommy John, the only guy who we haven't seen get hurt is, uh, is Zach Eflin, and that's because he signed. He hasn't been brought up by the <laughs> Rays, right? So something is, obviously it's the new wave, right, where Tommy John is just that much more common, but Something is especially bad when it comes to the Rays training staff, and that's what they need more than anything.
0: Nico?
1: <laughs> I went a little different route. I think that, you know, the Rays aren't a team that spends. And when your one contract has seemed to blow up in your face with, with just some outside stuff, I think that that's what they really need to look like. Uh, I think that either they need to cut bait with Wander or – they need to hopefully some of it blows over and it like it's but they need Wander to just be dealt with because I think the more longer it goes, the, the more it's going to prevent them from doing something with Randy. Or again, it's not him on the field. So it just needs to get dealt with. That's what they need to do for Christmas.
0: Nice way of towing the line there with that one. I will go with a similar situation in that uh, they need a resolution to their stadium, whether it's going to be moving out of the yeah. club, whether they're going to St. Pete. There's the new are they going to be called the St. Pete Rays or what's happening there? Resolution, nice and easy. Let's speed it up a little bit here, because I know we're going with the teams already that we love. So let's speed it up as we get to some of these more random teams. Toronto Blue Jays, Nico.
1: Need a lefty bat. That's simple. You have Vladdy. You have Boba Shep, Two redies, and you Need a lefty to balance them out.
0: Henry.
2: They need to get Alec Manella off their opening day roster. Um I think that things are irreparable between between him and the team and. I think it's going
0: to move on. They need the media to stop looking at them because the Blue Jays are often that team that is scrutinized and they weren't horrific last year. In fact, they were a game or two out of a playoff spot, but everyone makes it seem like the Blue Jays have been awful and that everything's going wrong. So they need the media to get off their back. Maybe they can get those Scuba Steve sunglasses that causes you to be invisible and for no one to see you. So like the Toronto Blue Jays, if you need a gift, it's the Scuba Steve sunglasses. Chicago White Sox. Henry.
2: Uh, the White Sox need a team to overpay for Dylan Cease. Right? Like, obviously, Dylan Cease has a lot of trade value, but right now the White Sox need bodies and bodies with at least some potential. So a team to overpay, give a lot of high, high-ranking high prospects for Dylan Cease would be
1: the White Sox's dream.
0: Henry, or Nico.
1: Yeah, I went the same route. I think the White Sox just need a buyer. I think that they're going to go into a rebuild, kind of like wipe everything besides Luis Robert. So you just need someone who will give you all the prospects they have so you can start from the ground, up.
0: I went the nuclear route. I think they need a plane ticket to Nashville, and I think they need to move the franchise. I think it hasn't worked in Chicago for a bit. Everyone we know from Chicago says they're a Cubs fan and the White Sox are second fiddle. Go to Nashville. Let's have some fun. Move the franchise around and maybe start up a new fan base. Detroit Tigers, Henry.
2: Tigers need to win reality, no free ads, a win reality headset so hobby Baez can see more pitches. This guy's been atrocious. Um, he just he literally just needs to see more pitches and
1: improve his pitch recognition. Nico. I think they need a Torkelson breakout year. I think they just are coming off the heels of Miggy playing his last games, and they're going to need that slugger in the middle of the order. It's perfect. Torkelson, be what everyone expects you to be be what the Tigers want you to be. That's what the Tigers would love for Christmas because it will show that this rebuild's working.
0: I like it. I went a similar route of they need a reason to come to the ballpark and that the Miggy farewell tour really carried attendance last year and whether it's going to be Torkelson and Riley Green breaking out, Tarek Skluval and Casey Mize having those all-star caliber seasons or Javier Baez doing some cool stuff. Tigers fans just need one of those things to happen to make them want to come to the ballpark next year. Cleveland Guardians, Nico, you're up first.
1: Uh, they need a bounce back from all their young stars. I think that one of the reasons they weren't that good this year was because the two guys that really had them do br- break out last year, Andres Jimenez and Steven Kwan, really didn't have the seasons that everyone was expecting. I think the only way that they're going to be able to get back atop the AL Central is if those two guys, the guys who led them to be atop of the AL Central last year, repeat what they did and bounce back from the down year. Henry. The
2: Guardians have to dream on Nick Kurtz. They have the number one overall draft pick. We'll be getting into some <laughs> college baseball stuff as the season picks up. Nick Kurtz is a first baseman from Wake Forest who mashes, and that's exactly what they need right now. Obviously, it would be a couple of years down the line, but Guardians just start dreaming on that number one, number one draft pick because that's gonna be really valuable in this class.
0: I like it. I want something similar in that they just need someone next year to hit 40 home runs. Because do you want to take a guess? The last time that a Guardian hit. 40 home runs in a season. Travis. Hafner. 2017 2017's a interesting guess, Henry. It was, it was indeed Travis Hafner out of Nico. That was 2006. So not one not Encarnacion, not Jose Ramirez. Nobody's at 40 in a season since 2006, Travis Hafner. So maybe it's this is the year J Ram puts it together, or they're going to sign a guy like Reese Hoskins to play first base. And he does it. Just someone reached that 40 mark for the Cleveland guardians this season. Kansas City Royals, Nico.
1: The Kansas City Royals need a breakout ace. I think that they did a lot of stuff this offseason where they went, they signed Seth Lugo, they signed Michael Walker. They signed a lot of guys that can be core. I think they need someone to break out and be the ace because I think that they are signing those two, expecting them to be solid middle rotation. But they need someone like Singer or Cole Reagans to step up and be that true number one in order to make them be able to propel forward and actually be something in the AL Central.
0: Henry.
2: I wouldn't have said this if there hadn't already been rumors about it, but the Royals need Vinny Pascantino to have a, an incredible first half so they can flip him at the deadline. Because I know, Dylan, you may think that they're winning the AL Central, but right now, honestly, if you could if you could flip him for a couple like really valuable young pieces, I think that could be a really solid trade to set you up in the future.
0: Interesting. I think that they need the division to stay exactly the same it has for the past couple of years because – If it does, and it turns out that an 85-win team can win this division, I think the Royals are all over it. If a team like the Twins or the Tigers takes off and wins 90 out of nowhere, then I don't think the Royals have a chance. I think their biggest goal is that the division remains identical to how it has over the last couple seasons. Speaking of the Twins, Henry, the Minnesota Twins need something.
2: Twins need a full season of Royce Lewis. It was an electric factory when he wasn't hurt last year. Um, similar to the bubble wrap era Judge, just bubble wrap
1: Royce Lewis. Let the kid work. Nico? I've said the exact same thing <laughs> for months. Henry, hear me out. What they need are the bubble soccer things. They <laughs> need to get like five of them. Put one on Buxton, put one on Royce Lewis, put one on Correa, and if anyone else breaks out, you have two backups because that's <laughs> the only thing that's going to derail this team from being what it can be. Is injuries. I mean, Royce Lewis, it's the simple thing of Royce Lewis. Whenever that guy's been on the field the last two years, he's raped. Byron Buxton. Byron Buxton is the biggest what can be I've ever seen in my life. I mean, the whole thing is when he stays healthy or if he stays healthy, he's just never been able to stay healthy. Correa, I think he's overrated. But at the end of the day, a lot of what he has has been like his ankle injury and what we've talked about. He needs to stay healthy, get to 100 percent. And those three guys could stay 100 percent. They have a real good shot of repeating this year.
0: I like it. I will go with something similar in that. I think Carlos Correa needs some sort of external assistance, whether you've got the bubble or the bubble wrap or the soccer bubble. I've got the Minnesota twins acquiring the leg lamp from a Christmas story and plugging it into (laughs) Carlos Correa because that is his right ankle would do him more justice than the ankle that he's got right now. So give me the Christmas story lamp going to the Minnesota twins on to the West. And we've got the Houston Astros. Nico
1: uh i put that they need to squeeze out one more ring i think that their window is closing extremely fast and i think that the only way to truly like forgive everyone for like 2017 is you just go and you win a couple more i think that's the simple thing if they can win one more in the next two three years and again 2017 seems like yeah it happened but then they just went and won in 2021 and then they won in 2024, 20, 25 they just need one more to get people to truly forget about 2017. Henry, uh, as this is more for Astros
2: fans. Astros fans want Kyle Tucker to finally get his flowers. I feel like I always talk about how this guy is the, like the most underrated player in the MLB, and maybe that means that he's not underrated anymore. But <laughs> I don't know. Kyle Tucker is he's incredible, and he doesn't get any credit for it, especially because of the bats that are in that, like Jordan. Um, so Astros fans want Kyle Tucker to, to get a little bit of credit for what he does.
0: I had a similar mindset to Nico, but I took it in a different direction. I think Astros fans need a Polaroid camera because unfortunately they need to take all the photos they can this year because this is the last run. Bregman's a free agent after the year. Altuve's a free agent after the end of the year. Justin Verlander is in his last guaranteed season of his contract. This unfortunately, and I know they've already, they lost Springer and they lost Correa and they've replaced them with McCormick and with uh, Jeremy Pena. There's a chance that this is the last year of that core Houston Astros run. So soak it in Astros fans because starting in 2025, it might be the Kyle Tucker show and the Jordan Alvarez show, which yes, they're homegrown great players. That's fire. But it isn't the same the core same t- 2017. <laughs> I, well, I mean, Tucker needs his extension still too. Yeah, and no. You're too You're not wrong, yeah. So that's an interesting team to keep a lookout for. Seattle Mariners, Nico. For Seattle
1: Mariners, I think, They need an impact bat. They need one more bat with Julio because I think they don't really trust all the other people they have. They trade away Eugenio Suarez, which was, again, a given 35 bombs a year. I think they need one guy in the middle of the order, especially when you have the loaded lineups like the Astros that we've talked about and like we'll later talk about the Rangers. You need one more guy to compete. Henry.
2: Yeah, I specifically I think they need a little more help in the outfield. They need one more outfielder to go alongside with Julio. Right now on their depth charts, Dominic Canzone and Sam Haggerty, which no disrespect to them. They're serviceable MLB players. But for a team that's really trying to push, like that people are saying, Oh, your window's starting. Now it's time to like consistently make the playoffs and contend. That's not gonna do it for you. So you need you need to impact that especially in the outfield.
0: I agree. Julio Rodriguez needs a buddy, whether that's maybe JD Martinez, sneaky Cody Bellinger,
1: question mark. Jock Peterson. I, I guess...
0: They just need someone in that lineup who's saying, preferably a lefty to go along with Ty Fran, Tulio Rodriguez. Just give them a different look. This one should be fun. Oakland Athletics
1: need a lot. I think we all, we all have the same one, right?
0: Yeah. New owner. A new new owner, owner. The new stadium to figure just, out how the next couple of years go.
2: Trevor May is the new owner. Yeah.
1: They need. This is abysmal. I, th- I think that no one, every single person wants this team to be under new ownership or at least like i will be fine if if they move to las vegas the ownership decides to spend money like any there needs to be like this new thought process with the a's a new culture because everyone's sick and tired of this money ball thing where they go and they have guys develop and then they trade them and then more guys develop and they trade them develop them and then sign them and maybe you'll be consistently good for a little bit the,
0: the bad part right now though they're not developing like like they're not even no. doing the Oakland A's thing we other than that, Chapman that, that and that Olsen, always
1: happens. They're gonna get guys. I'm not worried about that. They haven't. Last year the there was nobody
0: like Ryan Noda and Brent Rooker are not that like they were good for A's standards, but they were not valuable. They're best fourth outfielders, and here right. they were as the quote best players of the A's. So, yes, that's sorry Oakland A's. Speaking of sorry, Los Angeles Angels.
1: Time machine. They need a time (laughs) machine to go so you can hop in and go back to the beginning of the Otani era and just do it all over. Like, we'll give you the cheats. You know that Rendon's going to fail. You know that Joe Adele isn't going to hit water. Fix everything. So, like, just get it to work because now you know that since you don't win, Otani leaves you for your crosstown rivals. So, make it all work and then resign him again.
0: Henry.
2: Yeah. Uh, the Angels need a lobotomy. Uh, it's going to be a hor- It's going to be a horrible time
0: for the next five years. So buckle up. Uh, yeah, I went pretty similar. I said that the Angels need a lot of whiteout because there's a lot of Otani posters, a lot of Otani jerseys that they basically need to forget existed
1: now that he's a Los Angeles Dodger.
0: From sad franchises to the defending champions, the Texas Rangers.
1: Uh, I, a tape of Groundhog Day so they can just relive <laughs> this whole year just again you i mean this was exactly what you wanted out of this era the start and if you can just do this consistently again and the, the thing is without a roster's constructed they can do it again it could just be a repeat on and on again so just groundhog day they need groundhog day to be real
0: henry
2: yeah, um, they want Evan Carter to show that he's the real deal over 162 games. Evan Carter, Rookie of the Year campaign, would be huge for this team. He was a stud in the playoffs, but the whole point was that, oh, he had like 10 games in the MLB before it. If he can put together a full season producing at something even close to this level, he's going to be a really special player.
0: The Rangers' rotation is interesting right now. DeGrom, they're rumoring to come back in August and September. I'll see it when I believe it. I love Jake, but he's Mr. Setback. Scherzer is now out until July and August as well. Same thing. I'll see enough. I'll believe it. But again, potentially in the rotation at the end of the year. And then Tyler Molly as well is apparently supposed to come back around July, August. And Kumar Rocker, Don't Sleep on Him, is expected to be in the major leagues recovering in around July, August as well. So that's four solid pitchers. Let's even say that maybe two of them are back by the end of the year. And then there's also the rumor that they signed Clayton Kershaw, who is also out until june july so they've got a lot of help coming at the end of the year which means they need some help at the beginning of the year from someone who might not be built up to throw 200 innings or he might not have pitched in the major leagues in a while and we're not sure how he's going to adjust oh again God. to being in the major oh leagues the texas rangers need trevor bauer badly wow talk that's about it rota- in like an I-
1: Texas.
0: In an ideal world, your playoff rotation is looking like DeGrom, Scherzer, Ivaldi, and Bauer. And even if Bauer doesn't work out, you've got DeGrom and Scherzer coming back to replace him by the end of the year.
1: I hate how much I love it because that just needs to be even better.
0: Oh. And, and if you don't like that, then just go out and sign Jordan Montgomery for $200 million. But I think Bauer would be willing to take five to 10 million. So you want to cool. be cost efficient. There you go.
1: I just wants to play in the MLBs. You can sign them for a nickel.
0: <laughs> Let's go to the National League. And as we started with the Red Sox and the Yankees, come oh, on, boys, what would you get for Christmas? It's Mets time.
1: I got, they want for Christmas, they want a big fat contract for Big Meat Pete. We do. I mean, it's that simple. I mean, you can't, the one thing that is the mark of a good franchise is when you have your guy you extend them. I think that's why everyone in the Red Sox got mad at Mookie and why they got so happy when they signed Devers. The mark of a good franchise is when you have your guy, your leader, your Yankee, your Red Sox, your guy, you sign them. You extend them. You pay a little extra. It happens. Sign Pete Alonso. Make him your guy. Be Do what good franchises do and just re-sign them forever.
0: Eight years, 280. <laughs> or no? Two, no, eight years to 18. Sorry. I'll, I'll that. This, this,
1: I mean,
2: this is a. This sort of goes hand in hand with that, but I think Mets fans want to look back and, like, want a hard reset on these big contracts. They want a contract that, like, that went really well, right? Because with Verlander and Scherzer, there's just a sour taste in Mets fans' mouths right now. Scherzer more like, than Verlander. Correct me if I'm. Yeah,
0: Scherzer a lot yeah. more than Verlander, yeah.
2: Um, but, but Mets fans, correct me if I'm wrong, they just want to be like, Man,
0: we spent a lot of money and I'm feeling really good about it. Yeah, that's true. I will go with a different route. And that is when Steve Cohen is happy and he's in his good mood, Steve Cohen's tweeting. So we have not gotten a Steve Cohen tweet in almost six months at this point. So what do I want for Christmas? I want a Steve Cohen tweet. Maybe it's announcing Yamamoto. Maybe it's announcing a massive trade. Maybe it's him just messing around saying, how is everyone doing this morning? But when he does that, it usually means something's up. A la Carlos Correa, Francisco Lindor, something like that. So I just want to wake up one morning and Steve Cohen's checking in on Twitter for the first time in a while. That's a Mets answer for you. Philadelphia Phillies. Henry.
2: Phillies want Mike Trout. (laughs) Will the Angels give it to them? I mean, now that they have a lobotomy, they might. (laughs) <laughs> but Phillies want Mike Trout. He He's a Philly guy, and how fire would that would that outfield? I not outfield anymore. How far would that lineup be? Mike Trout would be an awesome addition, and I know Dylan would just be rolling around just <laughs> crying. Here you go.
1: But, bro, I put Eagles fan homecoming, and I was going <laughs> to be like, oh, I'm the Eagles fan, it's Mike Trout. And then I was going to feel so good about myself. But, yeah, that's what the Phillies want. Everyone in Philadelphia. Launch trout and it's good for both. Get it done. I don't care what has to be done. Give up Painter, give up able give up everyone. Get trout.
0: Oh, so I went a different route, although I love that answer too. The Phillies need a Spotify account because they need to find a <laughs> new song, a new playlist. Dancing on my own does not work. To quote Sam Duchansky, our Phillies expert, it's a loser song. They've lost twice in the playoffs in a row so it's time to get rid of dancing on my own phillies here's your spotify playlist go find a new song sorry i know it's it's rough. atlanta braves nico
1: uh they need a repeater last year just with better luck i think it's that simple i think that they need i don't think anyone feels like their team needs anything like vastly improved i think they just need to get to the playoffs and not do what the dodgers do every year and choke it's that simple Get to the playoffs, do exactly what you did, and just keep it going. Get a little bit lucky. Maybe you don't have to face the Phillies, who are one of the best postseason teams in the first round. So that way you can get hot. That's all you need. Better better luck in the playoffs. Henry.
2: Yeah, Nico and I are on the same page again. I said just don't face the Phillies. I <laughs> think I think if the Braves face the D backs, they were moving I think that if I think that if the Braves had faced the Dodgers. They would have been moving on. There was just something something about the Phillies that just bites the brain So as long as they don't put, draw them, I think
0: they'll be okay. It's gonna be a hot take. Braves need a new mascot because I don't know what blooper is. I just oh, don't stop it. The, I don't stop get it. the whole thing. A hot
1: <laughs> You're a ball, Dylan. You're a baseball. You're What's a blooper?
0: What a is blooper?
1: You're a beer
0: <laughs> There's so That's many the different best. He's There's the so best. many different things you could go with the Atlanta. Actually, I don't know if you want to go there. But you could you could have some interesting Braves mascots. And they came up with Blooper. Blooper
1: you... is so cool. All the mascots that they could have, Dead Spin will get mad at them and go and start roasting them like they did with a nine year old Chiefs fan. <laughs> uh, all right. Maybe, maybe that was wrong for that one. but oh,
2: That's the hottest take I've ever heard you have. Blooper is the
0: best. <laughs> Washington Nationals, Henry.
2: Washington Nationals won Dylan Cruz by the All Star game. I don't think he's a spring training call up, but
0: um, Cruz. Nico's in lockstep, aren't
1: you? We are agreeing on every single one. I'm like, sometimes we're <laughs> saying, like, oh, we're going to have variety. I'm like, oh, Dylan Cruz. Maybe he won't think of Dylan Cruz, but me and this kid will always think about college baseball. Yeah, it's Dylan <laughs> Cruz. That's what they need if they really want to rebuild to mean anything. It's going to happen if Dylan Cruz is what everyone expects him to be, which is a just absolute stud. He's probably going to take Paul Skeens' girl, and he's just going be- <laughs> to be him. That's what they need. They need Dylan Cruz to be Mr. Steel <laughs> Girl and be the best center fielder in baseball pretty soon.
0: I'm going to go the exact opposite end of the career spectrum, and they just need – a nice little retirement ceremony for Steven Strasburg. I know last year they tried to make it happen and then something backed out and then the Nationals ownership all of a sudden released a statement saying, see it spring training, Steven. Meanwhile, Strasburg literally could not pick up a baseball right now if he tried to, it seems like. So there just needs to be some resolution. Strasburg is an iconic National, probably on their Mount Rushmore of their entire franchise. Absolutely. Strasburg, Scherzer, Harper, Zimmerman for the four spots. So... Let's just have a nice – oh, thanks. You could make an argument, just let's get Steven Strasburg over that hump. Let's figure out the contract. Let's figure out what needs to get done and end the career nicely there. Miami Marlins, Nico, we'll let you go first.
1: They need a lot more jazz. I mean, that's basically all they need. I mean, the whole basis of the Marlins is being Arias. And the thing is that it was thought Arias was going to be the contact guy Jazz was going to be the slugger. And for the last two years, he's kind of been a disappointment. I mean, this year was more just of a disappointing season. And last year, it was more of the injury after he was playing so well. At the end of the day, I think that Jazz is the perfect guy to lead this team because he's like so like swaggy that he's able to bring just that confidence to the whole team for guys who are quiet like Arias. If he can bring that, that's gonna let that offense perform so much better. But it starts with him. A lot of people think it starts with Arias. It starts with Jazz being their true three-hole, playing off of what Arias could do. Henry.
2: Yeah, I mean, this is not to be clear, this is not a complaint about the actual Marlins Park. But um, but Nico talks about Miami's baseball town. Like they, they should have such higher attendance, they need to pick up their stadium. And just move it somewhere else that's a little bit easier to get to. And, like, Miami will show up.
1: That's – so what they – they should revitalize. Like, I don't know if you ever been to Truist Park. Like, mm-hmm. with all the – they need that. That's the big problem with it is I think if they went and they don't even move it. They just need to, like, make the area around it nice because it really seems like it, they did exactly what you said they did. They picked up a stadium. And they just plopped it somewhere. Sure. And since it's just plopped there, there's no reason for you to, like, go in or out. Like, there's nothing around it.
0: You're you're not going to like what I'm about to say. I know you mentioned that the blooper tape gonna be like, They should
1: trade Sandy Alcantara. No. No, no, you're not. (laughs) No, No, you're not. This is so – this would be such a bad take.
0: No, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say that they need some Crayola crayons because for the – a hundredth time back. in their 20-year franchise, they need to change the uniforms up again. I what? don't like the current uniforms at
1: all. I like, I like the colors. I, I think like
0: that- the teal from the past. And I would love for them to bring back that old Hard Rock Stadium vibe, teal Miami Marlins look. But I don't get the weird red City Connect. I don't like the oh, black are, uniforms. No. I know you and don't get that
1: I, in the city connect because you're from New York, not <laughs> freaking Cuba.
0: <laughs> and I also didn't like a couple of years ago when they had those massive like orange uniforms that they quickly got rid of. So for the tenth time in their franchise history, even though they're the shortest franchise in baseball right now, change the uniforms up again. Miami.
1: L take on the city connects. L take yeah. if, you, if you knew they're nice. They're swagging. It's but, a Cuban, it's it's a Cuban like baseball team, so that's why I'm like it's LT. <laughs> but yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I think that they either need to revert back to Florida Marlins vibes, or just go head first into South Beach because mm-hmm. I think like what's killing them is they're going like half, like they have it as like a red, not even a pink. Like if you're gonna do want to do South Beach, go full force into South Beach and try and make just like MLB the show type like uniforms and just like make them loud because the you City
0: cool. Connects.
1: Exactly. Like not yeah. that bad, but like lean into it. If you're gonna go loud, lean into it being loud.
0: National League Central time St. Louis Cardinals, Henry.
1: I I think
2: the Cardinals want Jordan Romano. Like and that's just a guy who I who I picked out because his contract he only has a couple more years left, right? He's getting older. The Cardinals just need something in the back of that bullpen, right? Like, the amount of games that they blew with the back of that bullpen, they need somebody who they can rely on. And obviously it could be any, like, top-tier closer. But when I was looking I was like, maybe Classe, But no, Klasse is he's not a free agent until 2029. He's nowhere near. I forgot about the extension. Um, so Jordan Romano, that's who the Cardinals should go out and get. And that's what they want.
0: Here you go.
2: The
1: Cardinals want that men in black memory
0: I I, My thing says the neuralizer for men in black. No
1: shot. (laughs) That's what they need. I mean, I guess we're in full agreement. They have to literally go into the season and think that what they're probably thinking. Last year was a fluke. If we do what we did two years ago, we're going to be the best team in in the NL. Nothing really changed from one year to another. All they need to do is repeat what they did two years ago and they have the same exact roster. And they'll be atop the Central, it's that simple. The same
2: exact roster, plus Sonny Gray and minus Adam Wainwright, which is the ultimate Yes.
0: <laughs> no, that's literally what I had. They have Arenado, they have Goldschmidt, they have Young, or not Young, they have Edmund, they have Brendan Donovan. It's the same team, run it back, things will go right this year. It's also, it's one of those weird things where it's not like the Padres or the Mets to the Yankees where you knew something went wrong last year. It's just for some reason this team just didn't get work. it out of neutral, so... Neuralizer for Men in Black. Forget 2023 even happened, and we love it. I don't Nico. Chicago Cubs, Henry.
2: I really struggled with this one, but um, I I declared on my own that Justin Steele was the NL Cy Young this year, um, <laughs> and I think that he will be next year. I like if just right. They're probably losing Marcus Stroman. Um, Steele Cy Young. That's what Cubs fans are dreaming of.
1: Nico. This is one where I said a specific, specific player. They need belly bombs back. I think that That's it worked cool. perfectly. I think that people are going to overestimate a little bit how good he can be. I think that him and the Cubs were a perfect marriage. Keep it that way. Belly, don't change it. You wanted your year. You got your year with the Cubs. Come back. Be a Cub. Be one of the best Cubs that could have, of the modern era. Stay there, and they'll love you.
0: I like it. You know, when you go to like Lego, you go to Pottery Barn and you get like a nice big thing and it comes with the instructions of how to put things together and everything works perfectly. Cubs need one of those, like the baseball equivalent, because I don't know what's up with this team. They're good, they're not great. If you had to give a projection as to how many wins they'd have, I think the majority of people would be at like 80. Oh, I'd even go like 84, 85. Because I think yeah. Because you don't know, no. like the lineup is good. It's not great. Ian Happ is a solid baseball player. Dansby Swanson's in there. Like there's a couple really Christopher Morrell. Mike Hawkman is somehow hitting fire for them and doing really solid. Okay. Like,
2: are are the Cubs the hottest baseball team in, in baseball? <laughs> it's possible. You know, Christopher Morrell, Dansby Swanson. We'll come back to this, but we'll plant that <laughs> little seed and we'll, we'll come back around.
0: And like the rotation needs help, as we mentioned, Strowman's gone, Justin Steele, Hayden Wasnesci, Drew Smiley, old friend Jamison tyone and Kyle Hendricks is not a good rotation by any means. But, <laughs> but like, despite all that, if I said the Cubs are winning the NL Central, I don't think anyone thinks I'm crazy. So this team just needs the roadmap of: Do you get two more pieces? Is it a bullpen arm? Is it a starter? Is it? A bat just someone please tell the cubs and jed hoyer what to do and what will magically make this team work. pittsburgh pirates nico
1: they basically need all their young stars to pan out it's kind of very similar to what i was talking about before when you're rebuilding it's okay to rebuild but it better work you have skeins coming up you have a uh, uh andy rodriguez oneo cruz is going to be coming back from injury You need all these young guys that you've been kind of sitting around and getting top picks for to pan out. And it's perfect. You just re-signed your leader to come and lead them in Andrew McCutcheon, have him be the big veteran presence and everyone just follows suit. So that way you're able to have this whole, the Orioles are your blueprint. It's that simple. You went, you took time to get all these prospects. Now it's time to have them work.
0: I like it. Henry.
2: I said uh, the Nationals wanted Dylan Cruz by the all-star break. They won't. Pirates want Paul Schied by opening day. Oof. Screw it. He's got. He's. I. I fully believe he has the tools to do it. Just let it ride. Like just, just try and capitalize on a couple teams reeling in the NL Central and just go for it. Why not?
0: I think the Pittsburgh Pirates need the 2022 Albert Pujols juiced baseballs for Andrew McCutcheon to go out on top. I think he signed last year on a one year deal with the Pirates to do his. Final send off in his age 36 season. and He got hurt and was out for the second half of the year. Today, he re-signed with the Pirates on a one-year $5 million contract. Shout out David for correctly predicting that one. I think they're looking for the same thing. Age 37 season, come back for a year. This time, live out the full season and go out in style as a Pittsburgh Pirate legend. So let's get those stats up. And he has a good season with the crew. Cincinnati Reds, Nico.
1: Yeah, I think they need a leader. I think it's that simple, especially with Votto being gone. They need someone to be a, a veteran presence and kind of like direct all these young stars. I think they need it both in the in the lineup. But I think more importantly, they actually needed a lot in the rotation. I think they have a lot of good young pieces that if they just had one pitcher who could just sit and, like, be able to direct these guys where they should go every fifth day, like Nick Lodolo and Hunter Green. If you can get a guy like Stroman, I know Henry was talking about that a little bit last um, – a couple episodes ago. Just one guy who knows a lot about pitching and how to pitch in the big leagues. Just to get these guys to that extra step to what they can be and reach their potential, they can be so scared if they have that one guy.
0: Henry.
2: I it. a – I was like, I'm going to harp on my point that I made a couple of episodes ago. Yeah, they should get Marcus Stroman. I said this before. Marcus Stroman is the, is the perfect piece for them. I really like the Jay Candelario move. Um, obviously, it sort of clogs up who they're putting where when it comes to infielders. But he is a solid bat. Um, a little bit of just veteran presence is going to go a long way for these guys.
0: I will go with a different route. And they need to get like a bottle and just harness up Ellie De La Cruz and get him for a solid 150 games of the elite performer that we know he can be. When he first came up, I think he had a cycle in his first week. He had a walk off in his first week and everyone thought, oh my God, this is one of the top five best shortstops in baseball. People don't realize, I believe he ended the year with around a 65 OPS plus and the numbers yeah. were ugly and he wasn't even in their starting lineup. The talent is there. Let's just showcase it, and let's get an actually good Ellie De La Cruz for the Cincinnati Reds next year. This one was the toughest one yet. The Milwaukee Brewers need what exactly, Nico?
1: This one was tough for me, and then it just, like, light bulb instantly clicked. They've only done one real thing this offseason, so it better work. You sign Jackson Chorio to 10 years, 80 million? Yeah. That contract better work. What they want for Christmas is for Jackson Chorio to be basically a Cunha 2.0. Where we're looking back in five years, and we're like Jackson Chorio is getting paid eight million dollars a year, and he's a perennial <laughs> perennial MVP candidate. If you want to right. get surprised, if you haven't looked at contracts, we do this show, so we look at Track all the time. <laughs> look at Acuna's contract, and you're just gonna be like, how is this guy getting paid that much? They want the same exact thing to happen for Jackson Chorio, so they want a Cunha
0: 2.0. Henry.
1: Yeah,
2: I mean, if Churio works, then my then my wish will be granted. But they need lineup protection, especially for William Contreras. He's the one guy who we sort of know will hit, right? William Davis, when he came over, was super good. Sort of petered off a little bit, and they have a bunch of young rookies who had their ups and downs, right? And the league is going to adjust them. Let's we'll see how they adjust back. But they need guaranteed lineup protection. And Jackson Trio isn't guaranteed lineup protection, right? But in order to to stop pitchers from literally just pitching around William Contreras and going after everybody else, they need they need a little bit of like name brand lineup protection.
0: Daniel Vogelback. Joking. Sure. <laughs> um they uh-huh. need that on August first. Corbin Burns is not a walkie or Milwaukee Brewer. And I know that's the most cop-out answer you've ever heard. But by August 1st, he, had, he better have signed the extension and he's a Brewer for life or he's been traded off the roster. Because we just yeah. saw that the Angels are now in a hole for not trading Otani and letting him walk for a complimentary draft pick. The Brewers, especially with their finances and the team they've built, are not in a position to let Corbin Burns walk for nothing like they just did with Brandon Woodruff. They either need to extend him, and he's the ace for the future or get four really solid pieces, and there are teams, the Red Sox, the Orioles, to name a couple, that would pay a lot have Corbin I, Burns on their team. So, you know, let's just get Corbin Burns the extension or off the roster, plain and simple. Los Angeles Dodgers.
1: They just need, they need CPR training. They need CPR training because for the last decade, besides a Mickey Mouse championship during COVID, all they've done is go to the playoffs and choke. So what you need is you need someone who knows CPR so that when you're choking, they can get it out of you. Do the Heimlich. I don't care because you just signed every single person in existence. You're about to get Yamamoto too. We're all saying, oh, Yamamoto needs to go here. He's going to the freaking Dodgers. That's all. (laughs) So you're going to be the best team by a landslide, which you've been. This isn't new. Now just don't choke. So what they need is they need a CPR specialist to make sure they don't choke when comes October. They need to
2: go down to hell and (laughs) get their souls back from the devil. They sold their souls. It's the only only reasonable explanation that I can find that you get Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, and Shohei Otani. If I I assembled that team, like, what, like 2018 – People are like that's ridiculous, too unrealistic, um, terrible, MLB the show-type trades. Um, no, they, they, all, the, all of these guys are on the same team. They need to go get their souls back from the devil because they clearly sold them.
0: I've got a theory because I know we've been doing what does each team get for Christmas. The Dodgers aren't Catholic. They're the cool. Jewish- no, they're Jewish, and they've acquired a single player for every single night of Hanukkah. Otani, Glasnow, Manny Margot, Jason Hayward, Daniel Hudson, Joe Kelly got re-signed. They acquired, what's his name, uh, Trey Sweeney from the Yankees. The Dodgers have acquired eight players for the eight nights of Hanukkah. Nico's probably right anyways that they're going to get Yoshinobu Yamamoto. But yeah, Dodgers celebrated their holiday already this break. Diamondbacks, that's a hot take that to determine whether we're editing out of the podcast or not. But
2: Nah, love love, love <laughs> it, love it. If only I okay. had said Cole. <laughs> uh,
1: the Diamondbacks need an MVP. I think that they want to continue developing these young guys, and I think that the next logical step is they need Corbin Carroll this year to be a top three MVP finalist. It's that simple. I think that that's how they go and they take the next step Because I don't think they're really trying to add that many pieces. I think that they think that their roster is good enough. And the way you think your roster is good enough is you think we have all this young talent. We're expecting it to improve. That's really the only logical step that Corbin Carroll could take. He was an all MLB guy. I know really that only means stuff in like all pro for NFL. All MLB doesn't really mean much. But if he's really going to take a next step, it's to that. Because if he doesn't take a next step, it's most likely going to be backward. And they're going to be third or fourth in the division if he takes a step backward being like, okay, where do we go from here? So in order for them to still think that this is working, Corbin Carroll needs to progress and be like a top three, top five MVP candidate.
2: Henry. Brandon fought needs to solidify himself as a major league pitcher, right? Because before the playoffs, everybody was like, Oh, I don't know, Brandon fought like touch and go. And he you have a great first start, but then he really locked it in, right? Yeah. Everybody, once Erod started, once Erod signed with them, everybody started telling you like, oh, well, you have... This big three of Merrill Kelly, Zach Allen and Brandon Fott, you're adding Erod to it. Brandon Fott hasn't had, like, an incredible major league career so far. If he can lock it in and solidify himself as that dude, then, then they're looking scary. But you also can't really rely on Merrill Kelly too much, right, like, to be to be your three guy. So Brandon Fott locks in, becomes their solid three, middle-of-the-rotation guy. I think that, that makes it a lot scarier.
0: They just need, I know we've mentioned this in the past, they just need a repeat of last year. Like last year, the problem is, I think last year went so perfectly that it's almost impossible for it to occur again. This is almost one of those types of teams that they made it to the World Series once and 10 years from now will be like, oh wow, yeah, the Diamondbacks were in a World Series and they never came close to it again. I'd really like to be wrong, but unfortunately I get that feeling from them. So if they could have anything for Christmas, it's somehow repeating all the luck that they got last year. San Francisco Giants, Nico.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Giants, what they need is they need San Francisco to just get nicer. I mean, Buster Posey was saying the quiet part out loud. San Francisco is just a shithole. I mean, it's that simple. Like, no one wants to play there, mainly because it's not a beautiful area. The Bay Area is the ugly area. So I think if they really want more stars to get there, and that way they don't have to have, like, 10 guys that they offer contracts to, and they're just like, eh, I'm good. Maybe make the barrier a little nicer.
0: Henry.
2: Hold on. Let's see what I said to The Giants. Oh, yeah.
1: The Giants
2: need a big free agent signing. Yeah. The Giants need a big free agent signing. I said it it a couple episodes ago. I feel bad for a man. It's like they're rumored to get everyone. Sometimes (laughs) they do get them, and then they just don't get them. (laughs) Get yourself a big free agent signing. I don't know if... Cody Bellinger is on the level that I'm talking about with those, like, Correa, Judge, like, even the, the Harper signing, right? I don't know if Bellinger's there. Start with Bellinger. Go get Cody Bellinger. Put him with Jung-Hoo Lee. Revitalize your outfit and make it straight I
0: agree. Jung-Hoo Lee seems like a great signing. He seems to be working perfectly with the San Francisco media, had a great intro press conference. They just need a face of the franchise. Whether it's Posey comes back in a more prominent role of assistant GM or he's with the team... Or somehow Brandon Crawford is with the team because he's now a free agent too. If you ask people who's the most notable San Francisco Giant on the active roster, Logan
2: uh, Webb.
0: Logan Webb. And
2: then after
0: that, you'd probably yeah. get a lot of jocks of free agent.
2: Jack's a free agent. Jocks a
0: free agent. Jocks a free agent. The maybe Wilmer Flores, Mike Yastrzemski. Like there's no one on this team that is a superstar. So even if it is Bellinger or it's someone like that that just people have heard of. You just need someone on the roster that acquires some name recognition, Marcus Stroman. You
1: Isn't know what they need? Crazy. and Figured out what they needed. Going back on my beautification project. What they need is they need a present from their kids. And by their kids, I mean, they need to look into their minor league system and bring up some pitching. Now, I don't know if we know any prospects that they have, we know I personally know a guy who was top five in the minors in, in ERA and um had a sub two in every single place he was at. His name may or may not be Tyler Myrick. I'm just saying he was pretty good in your organization. What you really need for Christmas is like a little gift, like how like when your kid like goes and gives you like a macaroni plate, like Tyler Myrick's <laughs> your macaroni plate. Just like <laughs> expect him into your bullpen. <laughs>
0: I like that idea. Pair him with Camilo Doval, and now we're actually cooking something in San exactly. Francisco. Exactly. they can
1: actually win games, so they'll be good for the 8th and ninth.
0: We've got a boring one and a fun one. Let's go with the Colorado Rockies next as our penultimate team.
1: Really um, oh, yeah. I got it. Um, they want their own Story 2.0. I think that They've always had, like, a solid shortstop come up, and I think Ezekiel Tovar can be that. I don't think he is. I think they're going to be looking for that for a while, but that's what they really need for Christmas. For Christmas, they need that those two studs that they seem to always have. They had Cargo and Tulo. Then they had Nato, and then they end with Story. They need that two guy, those two men, to, like, be the studs for them. They thought it would be Chris Bryant doesn't look like it's going to be. They need two homegrown talent guys that can just be the middle of their lineup. Henry. Uh, These
2: are the angels of the national league. These a lobotomy. <laughs> just end the suffering.
0: Nice. I think Nolan Jones could be that guy for Unico. He seemed to potentially turn a corner last year, but I think for me it is this team is going nowhere unless Chris Bryant gives them something. Last year was abysmal 64 OPS plus. People don't realize that. He takes 64 OPS at course. That's unheard of for a former MVP and Chris Bryant. So they need to get at least league average production at, at worst out of Chris Bryant and see where they go from there. But we have reached our final seat team, and I will go last because I have a really fun one for this one. But what do the San Diego Padres need, Henry?
2: The San Diego Padres don't actually need anything that they don't already have. They need the good vibes via Jake Cronenworth. Everybody's like, Jake Cronenworth's boring. Jake Cronenworth's not good. He has a bad contract. What was the most memorable part of their 2022 run? The Jake Cronenworth single that gave them the lead in in the NLDS. Jake Uh Cronenworth is the catalyst for this baseball team. If Jake Cronenworth is having fun, if Jake Cronenworth is performing, they will be a good baseball team. Have fun and make (laughs) sure Jake Cronenworth is having fun, and this will be a team that has no trouble.
0: Nico?
1: Uh, Yeah, what I play is I I think they they need Tatis to hit puberty. I think that they need him to start, you know, growing up. I mean, I think that a lot of like what's been the start of this downfall was starting when Tatis was just extremely immature. And I think it threw off everything that the Padres were. I think that in order for them to go back, look, Machado's a great leader. Bogart's great leader. But at the end of the day, I think that everyone wants Tatis to be that guy that they look to with Machado and Bogart's. And he hasn't been that. I think once he is that, I think that everything else is gonna fall in place.
0: All right, so what do the San Diego Padres need under their Christmas tree this year? Well, they need to get the bad taste of 2023 out of their mouth. It was a not great season, massive underperformance, and they also need to have a little fun back because Fernando Tatis Jr., Manny Machado, the clubhouse seemed a little bit off, and they need to get back to playing baseball like they were when they were kids and back when they were having fun. So bad taste out of their mouth and acting like kids, you know what the San Diego Padres need. They need some big league chew under their Christmas tree. And the San Diego Padres. Oh, look at that. We tied things back perfectly with the last team needing some big league chew, giving up everything. And they're going to be perfect in 2024 if they get some slamming sour apple and some strawberry and some original two and the new cotton candy underneath the Christmas tree. Give me all that. San Diego Padres 2024 will be fixed if they get some big league chew. But yeah, that pretty much wraps up our discussion of all 30 Major League Baseball teams, what they would like underneath their Christmas tree. We will be back later this week. We have a big time, a huge, sources confirm, interview. There's a little sneak peek as to what might be happening later this week on Side Retired. So definitely make sure to tune in there, as well as we'll be giving you our top 10 third baseman list per usual on Friday. So. Boys, unless there's anything else you guys would like to chip in.
1: No, all good. I really hope the Red Sox get what they want for Christmas. Christmas. If not, it's going to be a terrible 2024 for me.
0: And we will, of course, be here. If Yoshinobu Yamamoto signs, we'll give you our breaking instant reaction to all that fun stuff. And for Dylan, Nico, and Henry, until the next time, the side is retired.